0: Welcome to the Relentless Grace podcast. This church
1: has left the building. Your host is Pastor Paula Mamel.
0: Welcome to Relentless Grace, a podcast for people who are seeking an authentic, unbridled faith connection with Jesus that is relevant in the 21st century. Whether you have been bruised by organized religion and walked away, or are still engaged but looking for a way to deepen your spiritual journey. Relentless Grace is a podcast to connect with your spirit. Each week, I try to make connections between the timeless Word of God and the reality of our everyday lives through reflections on the Word and ways to implement your faith in your daily life. This show is seeking to provide a re-communion of seekers, doubters, stayers, and leavers with the power of the Holy Spirit outside the walls of a congregation. This church has left the building. This week on Relentless Grace, we're going to do something a little different. Normally, I take the text and I dive in contextually and spend time focusing on how the text connects with our daily life and connect it to the Word of God at the time it was written. Today, I'm going in a different direction. Call it a midsummer break. Today, I am going to talk about what it means to be led by God. But rather than diving into the scripture, I'm going to use the metaphor of dance, and how we have trouble when we are not good follows, when we don't listen and follow where Jesus is leading us. It's a deviation from my usual style, but I hope you enjoy today's podcast.
1: A reading from Psalm 25, a Psalm of David. O Lord, I give my life to you. I trust in you, my God. Do not let me be disgraced or let my enemies rejoice in my defeat. No one who trusts in you will ever be disgraced, but disgrace comes to those who try to deceive others. Show me the right path, O Lord. Point out the road for me to follow. Lead me by your truth and teach me, for you are the God who saves me. All day long I put my hope in you. Remember, O Lord, your compassionate and unfailing love, which you have shown from long ages past. Do not remember the rebellious sins of my youth. Remember me in the light of your unfailing love, for you are merciful, O Lord. The Lord is good and does what is right. God shows the proper path to those who go astray. He leads the humble in doing right, teaching them his way. The Lord leads with unfailing love and faithfulness. All who keep God's covenant and obey God's demands. A reading from Romans chapter 8, verses 14 to 17, 26 to 28, New Revised Standard Version. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you received a spirit of adoption. When we cry, Abba, Father, It is that very Spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if we in fact suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but that very Spirit intercedes with groanings too deep for words. And God who searches hearts knows what is in the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. We know that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to His purpose. A reading from Proverbs, chapter 16, verse 9, New Revised Standard Version. The human mind plans the way, but the Lord directs the steps.
0: Today, to borrow a phrase from Monty Python, I am going to do something completely different. For the last several weeks, and for the next several weeks, I will be talking a lot about sheep, because the theme is the Shepherd's Psalm. However, today I am going to digress a little bit and try something, I don't know, a little unique to approach the section of the psalm that says, He leads me along paths of righteousness. Now, I could talk to you about sheep and tell you all about sheep and how they walk along paths that are well-worn. I could tell you that if sheep were left to themselves, they would follow the same trails until they become ruts and graze the same hills until they become desolate and pollute their own ground until it is corrupt with disease and parasites which is what Philip Keller wrote about sheep in A Shepherd Looks at Psalm 23. However, today I want to talk about a different kind of leading because, well, because it's my podcast and I thought this might be a fun thing to do a little different take on this text. You see, I dance. Two years ago, at the end of the pandemic, I realized that I needed more of a community. I needed something else in my life. So, I took up ballroom dancing. When I called up the first time, I told them that what I lacked in talent, I would make up for in enthusiasm. Two years later, I have improved. I will never be a great dancer, but I really, really enjoy it. But there is one thing in dancing that I'm actually pretty good at, I'm not terribly coordinated, and my Balance is not always fantastic. And, you know, I'm, I'm not an elegant sort of person. But the thing that I do well is that I am a good follow. Not perfect, not by any stretch of the imagination. But in general, I can follow my lead fairly well. And so I thought, hmm, as I think about what it means that he leads me along paths of righteousness, what does it mean to be a good follow? What does it mean to follow Jesus and to be led along the path of life, to be led through the dance of life? Thinking about this, last week, I interviewed my instructors at the Glastonbury Studio of the Arthur Murray Dance Studios, and I asked them, what makes a good follow and what makes a bad follow? What they told me were things that I thought would be helpful thinking about our Christian journey as we follow Jesus, as we follow our shepherd. One of the things that makes for a bad follow is someone who is pulling or pushing, trying to take the lead. That's true in our own faith life, too, when rather than follow the track that God is leading us on, we pull or we push to get our own agenda, our own way. Sometimes things just aren't working out and we keep pushing and pushing or pulling away from the direction that we are clearly being led because we want to go our own way. Another thing that makes for a bad follow, I was told, is someone who does backleading and engages in criticizing their leader while their leader is executing a plan of action. We can backlead in our faith so often. We can try to see the direction that God may be taking us down. And I want to make it clear, I don't think that we have a definite path in life that is like X, Y, and Z, and God has an exact plan of where we're going to go. I actually think the dance metaphor works much better, because in dance, you follow and you listen to the music and you respond to the music. But if there's someone in the way, you have to dance and move around them. And it's like we're all on a dance floor trying to move through without crashing into each other. And I think that's God in our relationship as well. God doesn't have a set plan like this is absolutely how it's going to go. But when we trust God, God will lead us along the path that we need to go. And sometimes when we're going down that path, we can start criticizing because it's not what we wanted or not what we expected. I was told one of the things that's a challenge is when you don't trust your lead, when you don't trust where they're going to go, and you have to just lean into them. You have to go the direction that they want you to go in. That's how God calls us in a relationship too, to trust God, to listen, to follow, to go where God is taking us. One of my instructors said that it becomes a problem when the follow assumes things that they're not reacting to where they're being led, but they make assumptions and they just boldly go out in one direction and don't listen to the subtleties. I think God provides us with a lot of subtleties in life when we listen. When we know what's going on, we can be more cognizant of where God is speaking and moving in our lives. One of my instructors told me that when a dancer looks over their shoulder and tries to take care of the direction, rather than trusting the direction that they are being led, that that can be problematic. How often do we do that in our faith life? Looking over our shoulder, trying to see where things are, rather than focusing on God and focusing on God when we are struggling with something. I know in my life when I try to take control. When I try to see where all the things are going to be, I get frustrated. But when I focus on God, how God is speaking to me, I am so much better able to deal with the difficulties of life. But when I get preoccupied, when I get tossed and turned by worry and stress, instead of just trusting God, I expend a lot more energy and I often end up going the wrong way. One of the more interesting comments from one of my instructors was that to be a good follow, you have to be aware of your own body, aware of what your body is doing. She said that when you lean completely on the one who is leading you and you are not involved and engaged, well, then you find yourself not being able to follow well. There needs to be a connection between the one who is leading and the one who is following. But to depend upon them to move you and not be engaged in the process yourself, well, then you are getting so heavy and unaware of what you are doing that you can't really follow. You just totally throw everything on the lead. I thought that was an interesting thought in terms of our relationship with God and how we follow God, because we have to be engaged in it. Now, in all of these things that I talked about, we can't be in charge, we can't be in control, but we have to be aware. Following our Lord and Savior, we need to have that connection. It's not just like sitting down and saying, oh, I want a letter from God telling me exactly what I'm going to do or not having any accountability in our own life as we follow God, so that it's just being hauled from place to place, completely dependent. See, it's a nuanced thing. We need to follow. We need to listen. We need to be aware. But we also need to be engaged with that connection. We need to be partners with God. Sometimes we'll say, Jesus, take the wheel. Sometimes we have to just step back and let God carry us. Sometimes God takes us kicking and screaming. But Jesus calls us to be in relationship as God is dancing with us through life. God wants us to respond, to not be passive participants. Another instructor had a fascinating insight. He said it becomes a problem when you're following when you don't realize that you are one together. The two of you together are one dance unit. When you lack tonality, when you lack that sense of engagement, when we are following God, we are actively engaged in a relationship with our Lord. We are actively working and dancing and walking with God. And so we are called to follow the movement, to listen to the one who is leading us. A good follow is someone who understands that level of engagement, who understands that there is one who is executing a plan, not necessarily a plan for our whole life, but a plan for a pathway that will lead us from one place to another with safety and security. And the beats and the rhythms of our life will change. Sometimes it will be fast. Sometimes it will be slow. Sometimes it will be elegant. Other times we'll be learning new steps, tripping over our feet. But when we are led by our Lord, when we listen to the rhythm of life, when we trust the one who is taking us down the path, We are able to find our direction in life. Now, all of this is about dance. And if you don't like dancing, you're probably going to say, that was one weird podcast. But I wanted to lift up something different because we're all looking for a way through life. We all have times that are difficult. We all have times when we don't know where we're going. And we can't just throw ourselves completely on our Lord and not take part in the engagement of a relationship because ultimately this is about a relationship with God. God is our shepherd, God is our lead, God is the one who takes us where we need to go. But we, like sheep, need to follow. We can go astray, we can step on toes, we can trip over our feet, we can lose our place but when we are a good follow, we pick back up. We are not in charge of our destiny. God has taken care of that through the grace and love of Jesus Christ. But we are called to follow our Savior who leads us, who guides us, who dances with us, and who gives us hope. And so we are able to live in the promise that when you are connected and when you listen, it may not always be easy, but you will always be led by the one who knows where we need to go. Amen.
2: He leadeth me, O blessed thought, O words with heavenly comfort fraught. Whate'er I do, whate'er I be, Still tis God's hand that leadeth me. He leadeth me, He leadeth me, By His own hand He leadeth me, His faithful follower I would be, for by His hand He leadeth me. Sometimes it scenes of deepest gloom, Sometimes where Eden's bowers bloom, By waters calm or troubled sea, Still tis God's hand that leadeth me. He leadeth me, He leadeth me, By his own hand he leadeth me, his faithful follower I would be, for by his hand he leadeth me. I would clasp thy hand in mine, nor ever murmur, nor repine, content whatever lot I see, since tis my God that leadeth me. He leadeth me, He leadeth me, by His own hand He leadeth me, His faithful follower I would be. For by His hand He leadeth me. And when my task on earth is done, When by Thy grace the victory's won, In death's cold wave I will not flee, Since God through Jordan leadeth me. He leadeth me, He leadeth me, By his own hand he leadeth me, his faithful follower I would be, for by his hand he leadeth me.
0: Today's community connection involves listening and following, and it won't necessarily be a quick process, but I think that it could be a very helpful one. If there is something going on in your life where you feel you need direction, where you feel like you need to know where to go, I invite you to spend time trying to be a good follow, trying to engage with God to heed the direction that God wants to take you in. I know in my life, I sometimes get very stubborn and get very stuck on an idea or an agenda, and I keep doing it again and again and again, and, and it's not always working out. There's a phrase that says that um, insanity is doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different outcome. Well, sometimes I can be like that. I can just say, this is where I want to go. This is what I want to do. And, and doors keep shutting or things aren't working out the way that I expect. or or hope or the way I want them to, and so I get very frustrated. But I found that when I step back and I spend time listening, listening to the beat, listening to the rhythm of life, listening to where I hear God speaking, and that's what I encourage you to do this week or for the next several weeks. Is there a place where you feel stuck? Is there a place where you feel like you're in a rut? Is there a place where you feel kind of like the sheep who are going over the same path and getting dug in? Step back and open it up to the possibility that God might be leading you in a different direction, or in a different way, or to a different place. It doesn't necessarily mean that. But when we listen to God and when we look for God acting in and around us, do you know what happens? We often find God. I find that in my own life that when I focus on myself, my agenda, what I think, and where I want to go, guess what? I find myself doing exactly what I want to do. I find myself not being a good follow. But When I empty myself of my agenda and say, God, speak to me, God, open up possibilities. I find that God does just that. I recently had a situation where I thought I wanted things to go one way, and I kept pushing, and I kept pushing, and I kept pushing, and the door kept coming shut. And finally, when everything finally caved in, it's like, okay, this isn't where I'm supposed to be going. God, tell me what to do. And I opened myself up to follow. And what happened is, as soon as I started following the path that was the correct path for me, doors started opening, things started happening, everything started unfolding. And it wasn't necessarily the way I thought it was going to be. But it happened because I got out of my own rut and I allowed myself to open myself up to the Spirit of God to take me where I needed to go. So, for some of you, this may not be at all practical. For others, it may be incredibly practical. See, God, I don't think, causes everything that happens in our life. I don't think God has a set plan for us, but I do believe that when we trust God, God can redeem the bad things, and God can work through all things so that God is glorified, so that we are led to paths of righteousness, that we are led to the right place. That's the promise. That's the promise. The promise is not that everything is going to be peachy keen and perfect. The promise is not that we're going to get a letter of exactly what we are supposed to do. The promise is that when we are engaged with God, when we are in relationship with God, when we are following God, God will not leave us in the lurch. God will not leave us abandoned. I will not abandon you, we hear from God. That when we Follow, God will lead us. And so this week, if there's any place where you feel stuck, where you feel like you're just in that rut, open yourself up, pray about it. Constantly ask God, Open my eyes, Lord, I want to see you. Show me where you want to lead. Help me listen to the rhythm of the music so that I'm not going by my own beat. Marching to my own drummer, but rather that I'm following you because you will lead me. Thank you for joining me today for this somewhat different podcast with a different approach. Please let me know what you think about it. If you think, whoa, did she swing and miss or, huh, that was a different take on things. That was okay. I have no idea how anybody's going to respond, but sometimes you just need to follow the flow of the Spirit. I have appreciated the feedback that I have received. It means so much to me. I also appreciate any support you can provide to help this be an ongoing, sustainable ministry. Putting together the podcast takes a great deal of time, energy, and effort, and I am grateful for those who are able to provide support through Patreon. There is a link in the notes for the show today, as well as Venmoing me at PV Mamel. This kind of support allows me to continue to do this ministry. I also appreciate when you're able to share this with others so that this podcast can continue to grow and develop. I leave you with a blessing. For you shall go out in joy and be led back in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall burst into song. And all of the trees of the field shall clap their hands. An incredible image of creation dancing. May you too follow where you are being led and clap your hands to the beat of the music and find the
1: joy of the Lord. You shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills will break forth before you. There'll be shouts of joy and all the trees of the field will clap, will clap their hands. And all the trees of the field will clap their hands. The trees of the field will clap their hands. The trees of the field will clap. Their their hands as you go out with
0: joy.